straight titles for the Penrith Panthers. They are one of the greatest teams we've ever seen. What an incredible comeback. Down 24 points to eight. Ezra Mann scored a hat-trick in the space of 10 minutes. And the Broncos were running to the Probe and Summons Trophy at that stage. But Cleary somehow finds a way without Jerome Luai on the field to strike the partnership with Jack Hogger. They score three straight tries themselves to break the hearts of Adam Reynolds and the Brisbane Broncos. Penrith at full time have taken down Brisbane 26 to 24. G'day guys and welcome back to Broncos Unfiltered. My name is Shane. I'm here with my mate Chris. And I know it hurts. I know it stings. It, it cuts deep. However, it took one of the greatest ever teams, one of the greatest teams in the last 30 years, maybe forever, to beat us by two points. It took one of the greatest, one of the, one of, one of the goats, next, next goat coming through, to beat us by two points in the last three minutes. And it took you two and a half weeks to get to a place where you could actually talk, talk about, about it. Oh, man. I'm there now, though. I'm there. And you know what? Um, I, I did want to talk about this, but somebody in our in our Facebook group that we've got, somebody with the name of Colin Murray wrote this post, and it was just so... I saw all this. I saw it, yeah. It was just so great. Um it was, I've got it here. Oh, it was a very good. exciting game to watch. Never seen so many Broncos supporters at a game in Sydney. Was super pumped after Ezra Mam's amazing hat-trick. Devastating to let it slip at the end, but Panthers are a great team. We put everything into the game. Ran out of energy after too many mistakes and the weight of possession. We worked so hard in defense in the first half and it was unbelievable that we were able to stay in and only two down at halftime. In a close game like that, there are so many little moments that we wish we could change, and it would have changed the result. But that's footy with two great teams going at it and competing, and that's why we love it. Super proud of our boys. They gave, they gave us so many amazing moments to celebrate the season. Hopefully they can learn from it and go one better next season. Can't wait for next season. Plenty of reasons to be optimistic. We have a young core of superstar players. We need a post-mortem therapy session pod, which is hopefully what we're doing now. Chrissy? Um, so you take over, man. I'm, I'm still <laughs> devo. So thanks, Colin, for that post. And that, that wraps up the show. <laughs> uh, all, all done. Almost, yeah, almost. But in all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, let's uh, let's talk about this quick. We're we're, we're going to get to the game. Mm. We're, we're, we are going to get to the game, but let's talk about this very briefly. Um, immediately after the game, 
I don't think you and I actually text or spoke to each other for three days. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I couldn't talk to anyone. I think I think I texted you asking you how you were the following day. Yeah, just to just to check in, just to make sure. But then I was still alive. Yeah, that that was it. Yeah, it was actually it. Nothing to talk about, really. Um, God, I've never. So I, I watch it with my nine-year-old son, and he he cried. He he was man. He just cried for for the next hour, and um, I wanted to too, the little prick. So, but I had to console him. So I had to be the. I wanted to cry there with him. I want him to hug me. But anyway. But anyway. Look, I just need to jump in quickly. So, I've actually just gone back just to see when we did text each other. And we did text each other immediately following the game, but we we just exchanged a couple of text messages and then I checked in on you the following day. Uh, But one one of the text messages I sent to you was, worst trip home, question mark. Bronco supporters who drove down. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, and there were so many, and we have so many people that are listening that would have gone down as well. And you actually responded too soon. <laughs> I stand by those comments. Two and a half weeks later. Um, is, is it? Oh, God, jeez, man. Look, let's let's get into the game because I don't want to bring that emotion up again. But yeah, okay. Um, so let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the game. But I mean, so I haven't watched any highlights. I don't know you haven't watched any highlights. No. I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. I can't. Have you watched two fifteen yet? No, 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 no. Will you watch? No. no. Will you watch two fifteen before twenty three? Well, I just can't see myself watching either of them. So you'll never watch either of them, ever? Look, as my man Justin Bieber says, never say never, but... Um, is that right? I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Um, you seem so confident. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I don't know, man. I, I, I can't see myself watching it. I mean, I might stumble. Like, my son has watched it. How many um, times? Has he watched it just once? Yeah. And I stopped talking to him for the last two weeks. Um, I said, not in my house, son. <laughs> not in my house. Was he as gutted the second time? Did he actually start to break the game down at all? He couldn't finish he, it. He couldn't he finish couldn't it. He couldn't finish it. Yeah, to be, to be honest, he could. And this was a, probably a week after the game. And uh, he's like, no, I can't, I can't. And just turn it off. Because I just left the room. I've got no issue with watching it. And I will watch it. Um, I just haven't. I haven't. I just haven't bothered. I haven't got around to it. I, I genuinely want to see. I, I have a view. I have a picture in my mind. Um, and I'm going to say this bit, and then we'll we'll go into the game because I don't want to lose this. I have a picture in my mind of how the game rolled out in that second half, from 16 points up to getting getting mowed down and there was a lot of lot of um 
a lot of people blowing up about Adam Reynolds and Sean Nickoffs, and which I'm sure we're going to get to. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm still not convinced, and I have to go back and watch it. And you know, so I can't say I'm still not convinced. I wasn't convinced on the night. How we got run down? Did we lose it and bottle it, and mm. and and go into our shells from the point of view of, um, we've just we've gone raced out to a sixteen point lead. They didn't get a sniff of the ball in that time where we did run out to the sixteen point lead, and I don't think we actually. It's not like we continued to hand the ball over to them. They mm. just happened to score in consecutive sets. Yeah. And chat, that's it. <laughs> we, thought, we thought we had it, but it's over. We'll get back to that bit. So well, let you... Look, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me talk about Origin. Now... Now, look, yeah, um, that's an interesting point. From what I what I remember, their first, so their second try after we after we were six point, sixteen points up, um, their first try, fine, and then we went into a shell on their second try. Yeah, when they came back, we just stopped. Um, but when am I gonna? When are we going to bring up the short dropouts? Because I've been well, on it all year, man. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know. Let's go right back. Let's 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 start. Let's start from the start. Let's start mm. from the start. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, let's get through the first half. Go on. You go. You so first half. First half, we were fucking diabolical. Absolute shit. What? What the fuck? What are we doing? Um, but Penrith were probably worse than us in attack. What kept us in us was our defence. Their attack was fucking all over the shop. Um, Cleary's running backwards, throwing balls. Um, it they were they were they were shit in the first half too. They were just a little bit more experienced in that first half. Um, but their attack was was awful. Really awful attack. Um, if we were better in attack, if we were better, if we if we were a bit more experienced and uh, a bit more calm, if we were calmer, calmer, then you know we're kicking long and chasing hard and pushing into the corner. That that's how you know that's what, back to the basics. But we dropped the ball so fucking much. Mm. Really dumb shit that we did. Um, and, and to be eight, to be two points down, I know we're lucky to be two points down and that Flegler try, was it a try? Um, I, I'm happy to, yeah, I, I'll take that try all day, every day, but, um, we were fucking lucky to be two points and I called my dad at halftime and, and I'm like, dad, oh my God, we're only two points. We've got this. And, um. Evidently we didn't, but uh, so that that first half, God, I, I don't even want to go back and watch it. We were that bad, but defense, we just kept turning up in defense, 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 defense. That was that was great. Um, 
couple of standouts in that first half was like Jesse Arthurs, Herbie, Katoni, um, Cobo to an extent, um, and Payne Haas coming out. But geez, um, the kicking game from Renault's was fucking atrocious. Uh, somebody must have been coaching with a sh- short, shitty grubbers. Um, anyway, mate, you go, I'm getting too emotional. I, <laughs> we were down by two points at half time, eight points to six. I, I thought we were doing well to hang in there by two. Um, and from the point of view that, to your point, we were, we, we were terrible. Mm. We, we, we didn't play well, but we still went in two points down. Yep. And they, they didn't look, they had a bit of a pep in their step. Um, we spoke about this when we did the episode before the grand final, what was one of the things that we continued to talk about was we didn't want, we didn't want the Broncos to put the gun in the rack mm. just to just to keep keep going keep going keep going keep going keep playing keep playing their game but we said we have to complete yep because Penrith are always going to complete sets mm-hmm. and we can't give them back to back sets um and we showed in that in that 15 minute period uh after 15 20 minute period after half time where we put sets on, they, they, they could not, could not hang with us for that 15, 20 minute period while we were hanging on to the ball. Um, and then just when they, they wrestled some momentum back, then it was bang, bang from them. And Nathan Cleary obviously just took over the game. Mm. And, and, and that was the, that was all she wrote. That was the end of it. But from a from a stats point of view, so in answer to my to my very first question around did we bottle it or were we just do it do we have any sound effects every time you do stats? <laughs> Maybe stats missing. Not that it's it's too new. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. They they didn't complete one set in a grand final. Mm. Yeah. 36 of 37. Yeah. We had the same amount of sets. Well, you, you know what I mean? only completed 26, 26 of 37. Interesting in that 36 out of 37, and that their attack wasn't fantastic either, you know, in, the, in that first half and obviously the second half. But they're still getting to the kick. They're still getting to the, the fifth tackle. They're still They're still doing that even though... We started every set in our thirty meter area. Mm, yeah, every set. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about <clears throat> let's talk about the short dropouts. Go on. Okay. So short dropouts. I I get it. You want them on. You want you know. You're more comfortable on the ten meter line to tackle, right? However. They've got to get like the, they burn two or three tackles to get up to the ten meter line, right? Like, and the the Broncos' defense has been so fantastic as well. So why not just back your defense? But I understand the short the short dropout. What I don't understand 
the short dropout, you have a 50% chance of getting the ball back, right? But there was one chance, there was the one shot, <laughs> the first try, fucking, we knocked it back, nobody there. So if they're going to be doing these short dropouts, how about you fucking execute. practice them? Yep. Execute. How, how about you, you know, you, that, you specifically a day. That's not the short dropout. That's not the short dropout. That's not Adam Reynolds. That's not execution from him. That's mm-hmm. not the decision to do it. That is just shit execution at the end of that play. Terrible execution. So that I I, I don't buy that that's the short dropout. So the short dropout also works if it's, you know, in that 10 meter line. And the reason that we kick is to keep them in that 10 meter line, you know, 10, 15, 20 meter, that's sort of easy to tackle or whatever, right? The sliding defense, I get that. So if you're going to do it, fucking kick it to them. Don't kick it out, especially when you're leading. You kick it long or you back your defense on the 20 meter line and kick it high. Don't fucking kick it out and, and lose and give us two penalties or give pen two penalties we lost by two points you fuck Reno Jesus dude like we bought Reno for the experience of winning a grand final don't be one of these people I will be one of those people don't don't do it don't do it he's the most experienced and he's a captain unless Kevy's given him I, I, I honestly I don't know if you're if you're gonna kick a short dropout, kick it to the left and high, or kick it to the right and high. Don't try to kick it out and be smart arsy about it. It happened once on a, an absolute fluke last the, the week before or two weeks before. Play the percentages. You're up by twelve. Yeah, just the, on that one though. That that I'm not gonna sit here and defend it, are you? Because you're off your head. You are off your head. Hashtag there. 17 minutes. Uh, the, that, that is as much, if not more, Nathan Cleary's, uh, just high, high football IQ. And so you just, you don't bend at Nathan Cleary. Well, stop giving the ball to Nathan Cleary, Brian Toto. Don't give him a ball. Just don't give Penrith the ball. <laughs> Just don't give Penrith the ball. Just, you know, the, the, honestly, give it to that, Luai. Christ Almighty! In real time, in real time, uh, when I was watching that live, I'm like, the the, the commentator's like, oh, I'm not sure if he got his foot down. I'm like, he totally got his foot down. totally did, yeah. Totally got his foot down, as in and then he was playing for it. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. Well, why? Why give that opportunity? What? Play the percentages. We're here to win a fucking grand final. We are winning. We are leading. So that hick, so fucking I, brain snaps. That 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 hick. I remember, and again, haven't watched the replay. But there, there was a point. There was a point in that game, and the, the commentators, commentators really picked up on it. Uh, they went down to the side. I can't remember who was down on the sideline. Maybe in Jake Duke. Um, they went down to the sideline, and they were talking about this wind that just came out of nowhere in mm. all of a sudden in the second half. It was favouring the Broncos. Um, 
Panthers played with it in the first half and it was favoring the Broncos it into the second half until about five, 10 minutes into the game, 15 minutes into the game. And the wind completely changed direction and was just howling. And as they said it, you could literally see the, like rubbish just flying down, down the pitch. That, what that, blue eye? that <laughs> I did not even set Shane up then. That was brilliant. Um, so, uh, the rubbish was flying flying down the pitch, and it wasn't long after. I think Renault's tried to obviously keep it out of the fucking wind for a start because it was a low dart, and maybe the wind got hold of it and it died on him and, and hooked around to the left. I don't know. Adam Reynolds, Adam Reynolds, don't be one of those people. Adam Reynolds is, is a major reason... A major reason, yep, that the Broncos were even energy lost the, the grand final. So, sorry, what was it? Yours? Fuck yeah, it's hundred percent, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be one of those people. I love Benny Hunt. He didn't lose us the 2015 grand final. Didn't help, but didn't lose lose us the grand final. The same. Renault didn't obviously lose us the 2023 grand final. Didn't help, but. Yeah, I, I'm okay. I've moved on. Look, we're not going to get we we aren't getting to the grand final without Renault. That that's a fact. That's a, that that is a fact, right? Um. Anyway, so I just want to go back to the completions quickly. Because they they were 18 of 18 in the second half. Now I know we were talking they only didn't complete one set the whole game. Um, in that first half where we were shit, 12 of 20. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of things came into it. I, I've, I, I've said a few times on the podcast that I don't know what the hell we did in the off season, um, but our team was like heads and shoulders above other teams when it came to a fitness Mm. Um, from a fitness point mm. of view, mm. and we ran we ran teams down. That was that was never more evident for me um, as early in the season as the game against the Knights, when the Knights put on had a big score on us, and we we made them down at Suncorp here. Um, we like to give Penrith that much ball mm. in the first half and only be down by two. Did we run out of gas in that second half? I mean, high intensity grand final. Um, yeah, we had had the week off. Obviously, going straight through from the prelim. Well, do do you have the tackle, um, the the stats for tackles? Because I've got it here across first and second half. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for for both teams. Yeah. So, so Bronco is 367 tackles, um, Panthers 311. So that's a, another, another 56 tackles, which is, you know, roughly nine sets of six. Yeah. Um, but then we, you know, like, because, because we, we both finished on 36 sets of six, is that right? 37. 37. So they've made, they've made, they've got to the fifth tackle. Way more than we got to the 
the the the fifth tackle because we had to tackle 50, 50 more times. Mm. So there's you know ten sets. Mm. Uh, you know, like it's disgusting. Um, that that stat in itself pretty horrendous. Now I'm no stats man, but that was oh, we 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 spoke about it before. Before and we're no fucking Nostradamus. We spoke, but mm-hmm. we, we we spoke about it before the grand final. Yeah, but that's how Penrith beats teams. Mm. Penrith, Penrith are, and this is almost disrespectful to them. Um, Penrith are what Melbourne were a few years ago, um, where Melbourne just they just they strangled you they yep. didn't let you into the game they got to their end of sets cameron smith cameron smith would run one out from the ruck and take two runs himself one out from the ruck for three tackles two runs himself for two tackles and that's that's how we'd relieve pressure and then on the fifth tackle he'd scoot out from acting half put it 45 meters downfield into the corner and all of a sudden the pressure foul's being released yeah but it's a completed set and they threw three passes. Yeah. Like, that's not how Penrith play now, but it is a lot of one-out stuff, two-out stuff, inside balls, not nothing too spectacular. They get to their fifth. They rely on a great kicking game from Nathan Cleary to put themselves into position. And after they string a few of them on the trot, then they'll start bringing Dylan Edwards into the play. They'll start getting it out to Jerome Lua and they'll start... Those plays, but only once they get a few of those um, sets in a row. Yeah, and, I suppose the difference with Melbourne now is they've got um, Cameron Munster, which which they had him before, but now, I mean, he would get bored doing that. He, he'll just keep giving the ball, and he'll like skip, skip, run, um, maybe a little chip kick, and then elbow somebody, pick the ball up, and then. Score the freak, most freakish try you've ever seen. So we're at the refs. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe do a bit of coke or whatever. Um, not now Allegedly. though. Allegedly. Allegedly. Not now though. Allegedly. I don't think. I think we need to clear this up. I think that is absolutely allegedly. Hundred uh, percent allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Because it was never confirmed what was in the bags in the photo, was it? When do we talk about Val Holmes? <laughs> when we talk about the international game. Alright. We'll just put all of it in the same fucking rug. Bag. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um uh, Yeah, so the the comparison with Melbourne, Penrith, they'll strangle you. Mm. They strangled us. But can I can I just say though? Yeah. Emotion aside, holy shit. Did both teams play mm. some outrageous football in that eighty minutes? Yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely. Like it was even with the mistakes and the uh sets that weren't completed um by the Broncos. Um, there was some high, high level uh, rugby league played by both teams. Um, 
some some ridiculous defense, scrambling defense, some outrageous ball play. Reese Walsh and Ezra Mam for that 10 minute period, 15 minute period in the second half was probably the greatest um six one combination yep. that's ever played the bloody game. Not only that, we duffed a couple too. Yeah. We like we we duffed a couple. So um that you, you throw that in, um Payne Haas just throwing throwing the whole Broncos team on his back and running, except for Paddy Carrigan, who was doing the same. Fucking! But did he throw him like? Oh, see, I think that's even like, no, no disrespect to Carrigan. Had, had one of the greatest games he's ever, that's ever played by any man. But that's what I'm saying. Mm. I I, th- I think it's disrespectful to the rest of the team to say that Payne Haas put them all on his back because every player in that forward pack, every player in that team, that's how good he was. Did, but, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. Did 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 their bit like as you yeah. say, Paddy Carrigan was immense. We public apology before the grand final, and I'm going to say it again. Billy Walters in the mm. first his first stint yep. was probably the best stint. Of football he's played all year. Mm. Um, oh, look, maybe not, maybe prelim, but he 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 was he was unreal again. Yep. yep. We yeah. Uh, Jesse Arthur's holy shit, bro! My God, uh, he was just bringing the ball out. Fucking hell! He he was there to win. He was there. He was there to like fucking rock some, just beat some dudes, man. He was so good. Katoni, Herbie, wow, unbelievable. Yeah, so good, so good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I do want to watch that game again, but I don't know. But I can't, man. I can't. Those memories are still here. It's from my heart. I'm gonna watch it again um, when I when, when I when I find the time. I tell you what, we should do an episode where we where we rewatch it. Like. Maybe commentate a bit. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Let's throw that one out there and see how see where that lands. Uh, interesting one. Question. Question. Uh, question without notice. Mm. Um, has there ever been a player score a twelve inches, mate? Twelve inches. Sorry, has there ever been a player score a hat trick in a losing grand final? Yes, the game before was there the Titans? Yeah, the Titans game, the NLW. Yeah, can you believe it? And then lost. But I think for the NRL, I don't think so. I mean, so at the 60th minute, I am dancing, bro. I am up there just doing, you know, just giving high fives. I was at the Glen having a great time. Glen Hotel, you know, high-fiving everyone. I was with about 10 mates, just, you know, vibing. And then I wasn't. 
<laughs> I told you that uh, I, I wasn't. I told you that. So I was with my daughter, and then uh, we were texting. You were like, "Do you want to come down to the pub?" And I went, "Oh, look, I'll see how I go." And then my daughter was like, "Hey, Dad, do do you want to watch the grand final? Are you going to watch it?" I was, I, you know, do you think I'd be able to watch it? I'm like, "How good is this?" So come yeah. on. For sure. Uh, she hadn't really paid a lot of attention. We've gone to a few games and whatever, but she really wanted to watch it. Anyway, she was screaming at the TV in the second half. Mm-hmm. Screaming at the TV in the second half, which was kind of good. And she was bitterly, bitterly, bitterly disappointed Yeah. at the end of the game. Um, well, look, give her a couple of years and she'll and she'll be there with you. It's a great, it's a great bonding experience, man. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No so, doubt. Imagine when we actually win one and, and you know, you turn it, that... Uh, uh, that feeling of losing into just total euphoria. Imagine how that's going to feel. I thought we were, thought we were going to win. Oh, the whole of fucking Queensland thought we were going to win, mate. I thought I thought we were going to win. Even our, even our guys in the US who are listening to this thought we were going to win. John, what's going on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are, are we are we okay to wrap it up? Because I, I, I'm not sure if I can keep you, talking. You're done. You're done with the game. You're done with the game. Are we doing our three still on? I want to go back to a couple of text messages, <laughs> our text exchange from um, from the night of. Oh, uh, I, I text you in the morning. How you going? Uh, and you're like, yeah, okay, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I don't, I'm not going to watch a replay. I won't watch a replay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, at the 60th minute, I turned to my mate and I said, I can't wait to get home to fucking watch a replay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, me too, man. Because I thought, oh, well, I'm, oh, I'm going to get home and I'm going to be up, up until 12 o'clock watching, watching the replay. And catching all of the fox, all of the fox uh, afterwards, I thought this is going to be gold. Uh, but no, I came home, cried a little bit, went to bed. <laughs> not not in that order. Went to bed, um, cried a bit. Cried some more. Woke up in the morning, still crying, still crying. Are you okay, Daddy? Uh, no, no, I'm fucking okay. Did we even say the score? So whatever. Fuck whatever. Everybody goes fucking like, knows, man. If you're listening to this and not sure who won the grand final, <laughs> you're listening to the wrong podcast. Panthers won, fuckers. Uh, should we move? Well, just quickly, actually. Um, Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Oh. I oh, look, can I just say can I just say twenty something? he's twenty five. Yeah. So I mean even if you I mean we all love the Broncos, but you have to sit back and look at how fucking good Nathan Cleary is and how how just cool he is under pressure. I mean, Jesus Christ, he just he ripped us apart. There's a part of me that I almost feel as though Jerome Luai going off the field was probably... Oh, 100%. He was, he was hampered. Yeah. So clearly Jerome, Jerome, yeah. Jerome Luai was hampered. Him going off the field, Cleary was like, 
Okay. Now it's on me. Well, I tell you. I tell you what happened. Cogger started playing five. Uh, started playing halfback, and Cleary started running the team as a five-eight. You know, Cogger's kicking and he he's directing play, and Nathan Cleary's just he's playing what he sees, man. Yeah, playing what he sees, and just oh my god, twenty-five. Yeah. So rugby rugby Australia have come out. Or well, Eddie Jones, have you heard this one? I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. So episode over. Somebody, somebody's asked. You know, are you going to be looking at any players at, in the NRL, or more specifically outside of rugby? And he goes, he goes, oh no, only just one player, Nathan Cleary. We are going after Nathan Cleary. No other players, just Nathan Cleary. But the good news is Eddie Jones is coaching Japan. Cool, cool story, bro. Um. Uh, he so uh, he 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 could be anything, and which is stating the obvious. Could be won three premier. He's won he three premierships. He, he won three premierships. Anything, mate. Three premierships. Mandalium, Clive Churchill, two Clive Churchill, two Clive Churchill, two Clive Churchill. Yep, two Clive Churchills. Mandalium, three premierships. The the only thing. Obviously, Test matches, World Cup, halfback, mm. uh, and New South Wales halfback. The only thing that's really missing mm. is he's he's won an Origin series. I thought you were going to say chin because fuck, that's not missing. <laughs> that is prominent. He's won a he's won a he's won an Origin series. He hasn't he hasn't done yeah, yeah, yeah. what he did yeah, yeah. Uh, three weeks ago in an Origin series. Yep. Consistently across the course of an origin. Series. Okay, look. So this year he played the first game injured. I hope to God. Yeah, 100%. He doesn't do that. Yeah, me too. So uh, I can't believe we're, we're like 40 minutes in and we're talking about origin. But, um, and we didn't bring it up sooner. But yeah, 100% agree. Um, but that'll come, man. He's got another, possibly another 10 years, another 30 games to play for New, New South Wales. Do you you come to Brisbane after Renault? Um, I'm going to say it's better slim as I am, mate. And I ain't slim. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely no way. Why would he? If if anything, rugby actually have a chance of of getting him. And hear me out. Hear me out. He's done That's everything like in rugby league. I've ever heard. If he goes to rugby. What, what what is really left in the NRL for him? A fourth premiership, a fifth premiership. Yeah. What's up, bro? I've got three. You know what I mean? Um, where's the challenge there for him? I tell you what, he should go to the West Tigers, and if he can, if he can get the West Tigers, uh, in, <laughs> in the top A next year. Pay pay him five mil. Pay him you need five to mil. You need to stop. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about the tigers yet. The tigers are coming. Okay, so the tigers, guys, we've got coming. we've got tigers talk for 15 minutes. Tiger talk with Chris. <laughs> we've got tigers talk. The tigers are coming. The tigers are coming. Mm. Uh, I need to. If you want to talk about rugby union, I'm going to talk about rugby union. They've got no chance of signing Nathan Cleary. I 
I grew up playing rugby. Mm. I loved rugby. I've yeah. spoken about this on the podcast. It's turned to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just can't get into it. I think I watched 14 minutes of the Rugby World Cup. Yep. Um, uh, the game, it's not, it's not fucked, but it's, it's damn near close to it in this country. Anyone, it wouldn't surprise me. I know that there were stories about Sawali, um, trying to get out of his contract. His agent was contacting RA and all that type of stuff. I don't think that's actually going to happen because I, I, I don't know, I'm no contracts expert, but I don't, I don't see how that's actually going to work without costing him a lot of money to actually do it. Uh, I, I can't see anyone going before 2027, mm. World Cup 2025, British and Irish, Irish Lions to it. Yeah. Like that, that, I just, I can't what are you going for? Why are you doing it? Mm. Anyway. That, I mean, that that is true. That is true. Um, Nathan Cleary is not going to Union. Good. Good. He's got... Well, this is a scoop. Nathan Cleary signed a four-year deal with the Tigers to replace <laughs> Luke Brooks. We're not talking Tiger Town yet. <laughs> We're talking. Talk, we'll talk. We'll talk good about it in a second. Nathan Cleary signs a five-year deal with the Bulldogs under Seraldo. Nathan Bulldog. Ivan Cleary goes as assistant coach. Well, he can he can take out Car's money at the Bulldogs. Hey, he'll need more than Adokar's money. He'll he'll need all of the Penrith players there. Yeah. Uh, so grand finals done. Done. Grand finals done. Are we going to do a three, two, and one for the grand final? Because I'm putting in what? Ah, do it. You go. Three. Nathan Cleary. Two, oh, sorry. This is Bronco. Sorry. Uh, three. Ezra Mam. Obviously. God damn. God damn. He's twenty two zero twenty. Yeah. We yeah. need to sign him now. He's a free agent in a next week. We need to sign that. That we we need to sign him. Um, to a a fairly small deal, I think something something four five uh sorry six seven would be great. Uh, who ma'am? Yeah 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 yeah. We're not getting him for six seven on. Oh, just maybe just like maybe just you know yeah. or fifty. Yeah. Who's your three two one three? Ezra ma'am is my three two is Herbie beep beep and one yeah. Jesse Arthur's. My God, um, Jesse Arthur's mate. He just, I love him. Get him up here. I want to buff him. So I've got Mam. Uh, I've got Mam. I've got uh, Farmworth, and I've got Carrigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you, maybe I appreciated Jesse Arthur's more than you. That's cool, man. I think you did. I think you did. Really? Did you? Did you score his best game of the year? Best game it was. It, it, it was bloody good. Be, be, before I can't actually believe we've we've done this without actually without addressing it. Um, Adam G. Now I know there was a lot of talk after the grand final. I was quite excited. And we spoke about this before the grand final about him actually getting the appointment. Mm. Um, he was unreal. Like genuinely. 
unreal I in letting of, the I, game go. I kind of disagree with that. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, I just don't like the cons- the lack of consistency. Why can't oh, really? Why can't every game be like that? But so so Penrith were fucking all over all over the Broncos in the ruck. And Adam G doesn't doesn't blow the penalty because it's a it's a grand final. And I get it. It's better spectacle. Yeah, totally. But let's make every game the same. You can't you can't have origin and the and the grand final referee differently. But that doesn't mean his performance was shit in the grand final. No. But from a spectacle point of view, yes, it was good. They, but they just so 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 referee it to that. Why can't we do it every week then? Why can I don't agree? Huh? I don't disagree. So I don't disagree. Then there's a disagree. We'll stop hiccuping. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> it's too gross. Um. So yeah, 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 like, so what happens one week? So uh, like, if I'm the Broncos, you know, I know Adam G. He's quick to give a penalty. I'm pushing up, pushing up, moving back. But Penrith are pushing down, laying in the ruck, just checking to see how Adam G is going to referee it. What what the line is? Where do I where do I stop? Adam G let it go, let it go, and the Broncos weren't smart, not smart enough, weren't experienced enough to know. Oh shit, we've got to do that too. They did it in the second half, but the first half, no. So you know, yes, I loved the the lack of penalties and the free flowing and the. But I want that every week, not the last game of the year. Gus Gould says it all the time. If you, if you penalise it this week, don't, I know I don't like Gus Gould either. If you penalise it this week, you've got to penalise it in the grand final. Can't be too yeah. different. Cool story. He's still... I, I, I thought it was great. I fucking loved it. I thought he was good. The best part about it is... Um, the Broncos' record with Adam G officiating was already shit going into that game. Now, we've just lost one of the greatest grand finals of the last 25 years to a team that would mm. probably go down as one of the greatest teams, if not the greatest teams ever assembled. So you're thinking over, over a three- to four-year period. Mm. And it's just going to add weight to the conspiracy theorist's yeah, that's what, um, mindset. You know what, Adam G... That's, that's right, man. You, you've changed my mind. He He's against the Broncos. He sure. is legitimately, and I've got it from a source. There we go. <laughs> uh, I can't do this. <laughs> I went on a doom loop immediately after the grand final and over the course of the next couple of days, just for kicks. You know how much I love doing it on mm-hmm. Facebook and I just go down and I, I, I love seeing Teamless Tuesday is one of my favourite days. Oh, I know, uh, you, I know what you're talking about. The Teamless Tuesday is one of my favourite days, but also I loved it immediately after the grand final or after a loss or whatever, just to get all the armchair experts, which is awesome. And we're one. We're enough. We're doing, uh, yeah. we're doing this fucking podcast. Anyway, um, reading the posts about the Broncos' window, premiership window closing... Um, with some of the some of the the the, the greatest uh, post match reads I've ever had the <laughs> privilege of reading, uh, they were electric. Like it, just talking about how the Broncos are done, 
Um, and these are Broncos fans on Broncos fan pages that the Broncos are done and their premiership windows closed. I'm not actually convinced. Like, we turned into that grand final team halfway through the year. Um, we weren't yeah. that grand final team at the beginning of the year. We didn't. We didn't go we didn't into have a seventeen, mate. I did. We didn't go into week one going. Our premiership window is open. Um, we need to, you know, we need to make the most of this. Um, remove Adam Reynolds from that team. I think our average age is like 25 or 26. Oh, 25? I, no, it can't be. It, it, average age must be like 22, 23. Well, they, whatever. Maybe with him it's that. I, I don't know, but I just... Well, look, Corey, you know, to, to average read, age to read, is now 47. <laughs> To read that the the premiership window was closed, ridiculous, absolutely, that was great fun. That was great fun. Like, if any, if anything, our window has is now bigger that we actually made one. I didn't I think so. I, I thought next year we we'll, we make a grand final. Um, so you look you look at the spine. You know, you take Renault out, but I mean, we've got Renault for the next two years. The the average age of the spine in the spine, wait, hang on, Billy Walters is 28. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I've got Blake Moser coming through. Well, let's, let's move, let's keep moving on. So we'll do, we'll do year in review at the Broncos mm -hmm. and just have a look uh, at, at just 2023 as a year. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you, what would you rate, what would you grade the year for the Broncos? Oh, out of uh, it's it's probably this question's probably a little bit easier when you make a grand final, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, look, I'd say we're an eight. Oh, hundred percent, eight plus. Um, for for the reasons I just mentioned, we lost we, by I, two we, points to one of the greatest teams that's ever been played. Um, a, a future goat, if not the goat, um, by two points. In the last three minutes, and it took a superhuman effort to beat us. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was a great season. We 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 spoke about it before the grand final. We built the whole year. We got better and better and better and better and yep. better to a point in the grand final. Yep. And for for twenty minutes, we were. We, we were going to win it, mm -hmm. and then and then we weren't. You know, um, Penrith were were great, have been great for four years, four consecutive years. They've been great. Broncos got better during the year, and uh, I know the Newcastle Knights did as well. But we just kept improving, and and Penrith just kept playing the same and grinding out wins, and you know doing what they do to get to the grand final. But we consistently got better our combinations got better um and you have to remember penrith have played four years together i know they they have lost you know guys like mad burton kikau um and carousel however they've been pretty consistent in their spine you know edwards uh luai and um a little guy that you might know as the chin um and the Broncos, this is our first year, really, of having that sort of spine with with Ezra, Renault, and um, 
uh, Reese Walsh at the back. And that number nine sort of changed during the year. It's been consistently Billy Walters, but it started off with Corey Pakes and then Tyson Smoothie towards the end of the year. Um, so, look, if, if we can keep those for the next three years, two to three years, then our premiership window is going to be bigger and bigger and bigger. Not small, small, small. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Broncos medal winners for the year. Mm. Can I have a guess? Not sure. Not <laughs> sure if you remember, but way back at the start of the year, we actually gave our predictions for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who did you remember? Who you picked for the Paul Morgan? I don't know what I did yesterday, mate. I don't know. I remember what happened in February. Oh, you picked Payne Haas. Oh, I did. Oh, great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who did you pick? Uh, I think I picked Payne Haas as well. And I actually remember the episode because it was about the time that they had named him captain uh, for a trial. Oh, right. Yeah. And I remember I remember blocking the flying up about it. <laughs> and then 45 minutes later in the in the same episode, I'm like, oh, Payne Haas is probably going to win uh, Um. Probably going to win Paul Morgan and fucking they should let him go. Mm. <laughs> Get rid of him. He's overrated. He's holding the club to ransom. Tell yeah, well, to like, off. He's going to be our best player. By a fucking street. <laughs> anyway, so um, we both had Paul Morgan. Uh, I actually can't really remember the rest of the I think I had Herbie for best back. Mm. Uh, I think I had Payne for best forward. Uh, and I think that's I think that's all all we did. Um, Look, I've had I think I think that's all we. I've did. had a fair few um, beers between then and now, and a few um, blows to the head. So, do you want me to tell you who won the awards? Yes, that would be fantastic. Thank you. So the the Alan Langer Award for the best back, best drinker. Sorry, what was it? Best back. Yeah, best back. Yep. Went to uh, Reese Walsh. Big surprise there. Yes. Big surprise. Uh, the Shane Webke Award. Oh, back of the year was it or? Uh, actually, let's do let's do the Shane Perry or the Shane Webke. It's going to take an hour. Um, the Cyril Connell Award for Rookie of the Year. Who who got that? Oh, jeez. Rookie. Broncos rookie? As in like first well, of the Broncos? Yeah, and see, this was an interesting one, and this probably gives it away. When I saw him, well, he had won it, I'm like, oh. Was it Tristan Saylor? Tristan Saylor, yeah, Rookie right. of the Year. Yeah. So, Reese Walsh, best back. Tristan Saylor, Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh Best, well, let's go. Let's go. Most the Kevin Walters Award, the the most consistent player. Who is the most consistent? God, Payne Haas. Payne Haas. Yeah, okay, good. The Shane Webke Award. Oh, for best forward. Oh, G one best forward. Uh, Payne Haas. Payne Haas. The Paul Morgan Award. Yep. Payne Haas. The Royal Player of the Year. Who won that? Yes, uh, Paul Morgan. <laughs> Payne Haas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Payne Haas won three of the five awards. Uh, most consistent, best forward, 
play with it. I I remember I remember when when I was a kid playing playing rugby, and how it used to work was you'd had your yeah your best and fairest could win, and then that it then excluded them from winning the best back or best forward. It yep. never really made sense to me because if you're the best and fairest, then aren't you then by default one of the best forward or best back? Anyway, then the next highest points getter for the the backs would get best back. The next highest points getter for the forwards would get best forward. And then the next points getter would get the most consistent. And again, that never made sense to me because I'm like, well, if you're the most consistent, then wouldn't you also probably be um, the the best and fairest as well. So it's good to see that the Broncos don't do yeah. every everyone gets a prize. Yes. Uh, and they just give the awards to whoever is the most consistent, the best forward. And you the, know what they should just say? You save money and save time and just mail the awards out to Penhas. Just what? Now for next yeah, year? Just to, <laughs> yeah. Like start. Hey, Payne, while, while you're up on stage, here's 2024s as well. Yeah, here's D- DHL. Well, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, what's my delivery? Yeah, it's more trophies. More trophies. More trophies. Well, I just throw them in the corner. Bro. Um, so, they were, they were the Broncos medal winners. Yep. Uh, we're saying goodbye to a few players. Mm. Uh. Tom Flegler, Herbie Farmworth, and Ken Palacio. Yeah, her, her, all, all, all bye bye. Herbie, Herbie and Flegler both to the Dolphins, which is God, great signings, absolute gems of a sign of, of a signing. Oh, I spoke about this a few weeks ago. I did not. I, I, I wasn't as gutted eight months ago is what I am right now about Herbie Farmworth. Tom Flegler is a loss. I think he's... Dude, um, Flegler offers so much. Yep. Late footwork, great ball. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some untried, untested kids coming through that may not be as good as Tom Flegler next year or the year after. Mm. But I think long. I, I I think they'll go past him. Yeah. Okay. Fair call. Um, but Herbie, yeah. Herbie, mm. Herbie, my God, Herbie. Hurt. Oh, I've got to. I've got to. I've got to say this: Selwyn Cobo is not a centre. He is not a centre. Selwyn Cobo is not a centre. <laughs> He's not a centre. So hang on, um, hang on. You're really getting. I'm really getting mixed messages here, mate. He's not a centre. Jesse Arthur's has to come straight into that, into that centre spot that Herbie. No, nah, I think Dean, Dean Mariner will play that. Will play that um, centre spot. Okay, mm. I think, fine. Just not Cobbo. You also have Deloise Hoyter coming through, but Dean Mariner, fucking Jesus, bro, he could be better than Herbie. I will yeah. throw it out there. He could be better. He's younger, faster, fitter, stronger. Um. But Herbie, bro, his defense, bro, God, jeez, oh, man, we're going to miss that. He, he, he's And he's an unreal signing for the Dolphins. So is Flegler. Both of them are unreal signing for, for the Dolphins. Um, so that, that'll be a strong team next year. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. Um, 
Corey Pakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's come out this afternoon that uh, a third party or Pakes' manager or someone's asked the club if they can start having a sniff around elsewhere. And it sounds like the Broncos are open to it. Mm. Which is not surprising. It's not really. Really, because you've got, I mean, he's clearly down the pecking order now. You've got yeah. Tyson Smoothie that took over from him yeah. with 10 weeks to go, and Tyson Smoothie's not the long term no. solution. You, Blake Moser, you would think, will, will play next year. Yeah, 100%. You, you'd, have to, you'd have to give Blake Moser a crack. They'll probably run with, with Blake Moser from game one. And um, I I can see Billy being a great fourteen. I can see, I can see. So you reckon Mozart will 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 be wearing the nine come week one? Oh, probably not week one. Maybe halfway through the season. Um, definitely by twenty twenty five, Blake Mozart's your, your number nine. Uh, he's tall, like he's he's taller than your average hooker. But geez, he's 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 um. Past selection is fantastic. His his reading. I can't great. believe how quickly you've moved off Billy Walters. I'll have Billy as my fourteen. In my fourteen, he's my fourteen. I'll I'll, I'll keep I'll keep Billy there. Billy's so fucking underappreciated. It isn't fun. <laughs> hey, I'm number one fan of Billy Walters. Always have. You know, hashtag hook uh, Billy. I just kept the uh, silent. Hashtag, I'm sorry, Billy. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag, I now believe in Billy. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It actually wouldn't surprise I don't think Mozart starts a year. It wouldn't surprise me if some at some point during the year yeah. he yeah. he takes over. Yeah. He takes over. But that that's, I mean, there's going to be a lot more movement, uh, obviously, post-November 1. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh you you can't you couldn't have said this well you couldn't say this three years ago. Before Capewell and Reynolds came to the club, mm. um, we'd obviously, you know, hadn't played finals football for a while, wooden spoon, went through those really tough years with um Seabold, Griffin, <laughs> you name it. Chills actually. absolute yeah. chills going through yeah. then, yeah. So um, there was a point in time there where players would take less to stay at the Broncos and players would want to come and play for the Broncos. And that completely eroded, yeah. <laughs> completely and utterly eroded for a long time. Mm. Um, it's one year, right? It's one year. And to Kevy's credit, He's turned this around. He's the culture that he's built there. He's he's brought the Broncos back to where they should be, and people actually talking about the Broncos the way they used to be. Will we now start to see um, some more players look at Brisbane as a destination um, because the Broncos are back? Now, I'm not saying they're going to take unders or whatever. But we went a long time there where we weren't actually, it didn't seem like we were, we were 
and I don't know if it was because we just weren't in the market for the marquee players. Well, remember we went after, kind of went after Munster and couldn't get him. Well, you, um, you know what? Like apart from Reese Walsh, uh, Capewell and um, Renault, Broncos have notoriously not been after, apart from Glenn Lazarus, you know, looking for those big, not big being a buying club. Yeah, like I think I think we are uh, we better to to rec- to recruit around us. You know, we've we've got a so so our our pool of talent is getting smaller and smaller with Redcliffe now, um, or the Dolphins, um, Gold Coast, Can- Cairns. Um, I mean, Gold Coast, fucking give me a break. I mean, the Gold Coast have got the, the Titans, right? If you don't think the Titans yeah. are going to make the eight next year, mate, with Desi Hasler coming in, you're off your head. You're, you're off I mean, your head. They'll make the eight. That's next year. Well, possible top four. Uh, scoop, scoop. Get the, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> possible top four. Well, all right, well, let's get into this then. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Let, let's, let's get into this. Should we talk about our let's if we before we get on to top four predictions for next year, which we'll discuss at a point in time next year. While we're doing a quick year in review, uh-huh. tell a chat about our yeah. about our top eight. So our top eight from- when we mm-hmm. when we started this shambles of a podcast, um back in whenever the hell it was, I'm away on holidays, you text me one afternoon going, I think I want to start a podcast, and here we are. Um, no, I think so. I think I called you. No, you texted me to start with. Oh, uh-huh. and we and then I called you in the car when I was walking into the shops in Bundaberg. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we 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 listed our top eights at the beginning of the year. Mm. How many did you get right, Shane? I got five. You got five. I got five as well. I got five as well. Uh, the three, it's almost a case of who had the shittest three. Yeah, this, this is, this is the topic. <laughs> that didn't, that didn't, that new segment. So, so this is our new segment, who had the shittest three. Uh, so let's talk about that. And the shittest three are, well, you had the three that didn't make the eight. You had the eels at number three. <laughs> Now I didn't have them in my eye. Yep. Uh and I copped a lot of stick for that back then. And I want people to keep that in their mind when we get to who my who my premiership winner was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you also had the Rabbitohs coming fourth. Yes. And you had the Cowboys coming eighth. Whatever order the others are in, it's immaterial. We're just talking about those that didn't make the eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the Rabbitohs finishing third. I had the Cowboys finishing fifth. Fifth, the Cowboys. Okay, yeah. Fifth. And I had the Sea Eagles in the eight. The, the Sea eight, Eagles, eight. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Sea Eagles at eight. Yeah. With Anthony Seabold as, as coach. <laughs> Anthony Seabold as uh-huh. coach. Uh-huh. They nearly got there. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They fucking they didn't. Well, they weren't even. No, they were. They were done by round ten when uh, <laughs> when Turbo when Turbo did 
whatever calf knee hammy whatever whatever is happening with turbo yeah they were done by then yeah look you know um the eels i suppose jesus they were in the grand final last year mate so i i said it last i said i've said this a few times and i said it when we did the eight go back and watch uh, even highlights of that finals run that they had and then the grand final, I just think they overachieved mm. by a couple of finals weeks last year. Well, they were maybe a, I don't know, uh, an yeah. elimination final. So, so last year there was just one team, Penrith. The yeah. year before that, there's one team, one team, Penrith. This year... There's Penrith and Broncos. They were the top two teams, like, without a doubt. And the, so the last couple of years, you know, it hasn't been that. Um, Fox League or the NRL, may have just been the NRL, put out a, 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 an amazing graphic yesterday um, on, it was on Instagram, and it was the 2023 year in review. And they did a graph week by week on the position on the ladder. And the the Panthers and the Broncos, it took them three or four weeks to get up into the top two mm. or top three. The the Panthers were were hovering rounds, but then it was just this this constant line across the top of Broncos, Penrith, and then they'd swap swap positions. But underneath them, it was just this chaotic fucking mayhem mm, just going yeah. on with teams going up down and and whatever uh but you're right there were two teams two clear cut best teams in the comp mm. um the rabbitos weren't one of them they were the sea eagles not the sea eagles the sea eagles weren't one the eels weren't one Cowboys. the boys weren't one i mean honestly um, you look at underachieving teams Fucking so many. Um, well, we we will get to that. We will get to underachieving teams. Great. We will get to underachieving teams. <laughs> and the Tigers is not one. <laughs> Who did you have to win it all? Yeah, I had the Roosters. The the Roosters. Um, Jesus Christ, they could. I don't know. They just. They shit the bed. They were gone. They were absolutely they were gone. For, they were gone for all money six weeks out from the end of the year. Yep. Eight weeks out from the end of the year. I remember doing an episode where, um, oh no, maybe we didn't, uh, where it was like, at what point do we need to start asking the question about Trent Rawlinson? Yeah, that was definitely one. Yeah, for sure. We talked about that. We threw it out there just as a bit of a... Uh, it's funny, but <laughs> seriously. But he he was he was getting spoken about that Politis was getting a little okay. So, let, so what happens next year? So they've signed Dom Young, uh, Spencer Lenu. Right for a start, they're going to play with six wingers. Well, they've got they're playing six wingers and fullbacks. Yeah, yeah. So um, Joey Manu's playing fullback. James Tedesco's playing fullback. Um, Suala is playing fullback. Yep, Dom Young. Uh, and then Dom Young, 
Dom Young uh, is playing on the wing with four other people. Yep. Um, that could be interesting. Um, so what? So what happens next year if Trent Robinson's Roosters don't make the eight? Sacked. You reckon? Sacked. Damn. Nick Politis doesn't stand for that sort of shit. Have a look at the team they've got. I I, I know. The, the, they shouldn't be not making the eight. The only the only issue I see in their team is their six and seven. Um anyway. Well hold up. This isn't this isn't a podcast about the roosters. But there is talk, there there is some smoke around Sammy Walker coming back to the Broncos. No. Where does he play? Eh? Where does he where does he play? He takes over Renault. No. Okay, sorry. He's not a game manager. Yeah. How do he and Mam play in the same team? I hundred percent agree. hundred percent agree. You can't have both of those guys. You, you... Because do you know what? Yeah. You've got Kiri and Walker trying to play in the same team at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who's the seven and who's the six? Yeah, it changes week to week. Um, I think Luke Keery, sorry, um, um, I think Luke Keery, I think he's on his last oh, legs. So Joey Manu is going to play 5'8". No. Joey Manu no, is 5'8". Joey Manu is not a 5'8". He's a centre. No, you're right. He's a fullback. He's a, actually, sorry, yeah, he's a fullback. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> anyway, let's get off the roosters, Christ. All right, well, so I had my premiership winner. <laughs> was the rabbit? Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's a it's a fair call. When did like it, that that was so we were saying before, or I just said before that ten weeks out from the end of the year, or six weeks out from the end of the year, mm. the roosters were gone for all money. Ten weeks out from the end of the year, the rabbitos were sitting fucking third. They would just shit themselves, didn't they? <laughs> Absolutely. And like it just looked like they were waiting for somebody else to carry the ball and score the score the points. Like they were um, atrocious. So I I said this at the beginning of the year around Kevin Walters, and um, when when we went on that skid mm. uh, post Tigers last year. And my concern at the beginning of the year, and this was always the big question mark about Kevin Walters, was he couldn't stop the slide last year. Um, How's he going to go? And it was, you know, talking about this fucking ad nauseum, the the contract too soon, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Jason Demetriou with the Rabbitohs this year, he looked lost mm. like mm. just devoid of any ideas and not just that but then it started coming out they obviously parted ways with Sam Burgess yep um it started coming out that players were getting um you know favorites being played players were getting, favorites being played on on players Sammy Burgess was questioning the work ethic and training methods mm. and fucking this and that and whatever so they weren't in a good spot towards the end of the year. So you just asked the question about Trent Robinson. What happens if they don't make the? Well, Dimitri just how got, long does he? He just signed a a new deal. 
What? When? Um, not long ago, he just he just re-signed for, I think, another three years. <laughs> what, after the season? Yeah, he, he's safe, man. He's, he's safe, man. Oh, so Rabideau's my premiership pick for next year, too. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, anyway, they, oh, they, oh. they do have uh, Jackie Whiten coming in. God damn, they've got some big centres. Uh Please, please do not play. Well, actually, we joke about the Roosters and having 14 fullbacks. Yeah. Uh, the Rabbitohs have got 14 centers. Please don't play Jack Whiten in the halves. <laughs> please, please. Um, he's not a fullback either. Don't put him in a fullback. Anyway. Well, he's about the same size as Matt Burton, and that, that, that experiment's worked a treat at him at number seven. <laughs> So why couldn't you play Whiten at seven? God, okay, okay, Bulldogs find a seven, West Tigers find a new CEO. Okay. We're getting to the Tigers. Okay. We're getting to the Tigers. God, we're getting there. All right. So who was your spoon? Who was my spoon? <laughs> my spoon was the Knights. <laughs> the spoon. Was the night? It was everybody, uh, everybody's favorite second team, the Knights, and they just carved. They did well, very well, very well. For the, they did do for well. for something they had on their team, you know, for their talent and for their their coaching staff and whatnot. <laughs> what one of the one of the things that I love about the Knights doing well is seeing. JD McDonald Stadium mm. just go absolutely yeah. bananas. Mm. Um that that crowd that crowd's something else. That and and that crowd deserves to have a team that's playing that type of football. Yep. Um uh, look, they were unreal. They're gonna miss the last 10, 12 weeks of the year, they were yep. Fantastic. Bro, they're going to miss Dom Young so much, it's not funny. God. I, I loved him. I love Dom Young. Um, I love Dom Young Gong too. Vietnamese, uh, Thai, it's a Thai soup. Dom Young Gong? No? Okay. If you know Thai food, Dom uh, Young Gong is a, is a soup. It's a Thai, Thai soup. Anyway. So every time they say Dom Young, I'm like, <laughs> sounds like Dom Young Gung. Do we need to get le- do we need to get legal into this? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, uh, I, I had the dolphin. Dolphins, baby. Fins down. Which 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 didn't look good. Like they won their first five oh, weeks in. They won their first yeah, five. It didn't look. It didn't look good five weeks in. I was still quietly confident. I was still around with my chest pumped early in the year going, the fucking wheels are going to fall off. Meanwhile, going to fall off. Meanwhile, uh, uh, the people's mum is a big fan of uh, Wayne Bennett. Huge fan of Wayne Bennett. Huge dolphin. Huge fan of Wayne Bennett and the dolphins. Yeah, well, look. Um, but that, that was a success story. They, 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 they did well. They did, they did super well. Yep. But what, what a, what a pick that was. Mm. Um, <laughs> which, 
It's funny when you go back and actually have a look at this. And I documented this. I put it up on the Insta page. I think we posted on Facebook and whatever, mm. what, our, what our early tips were. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's actually really hard. And I'm quietly pumped that I got five of the eight mm-hmm. for the top eight. I mean, I went nowhere close to either of my spoon or um, my premiership winner. Actually, didn't finish inside the eight, but uh, it's tough to do. It's a long season, 27 rounds. I want to get to that a little bit later, but yeah. Four finals weeks. It's like, anyway. For sure. Anyway. Uh, first coach sacked. We also nominated <laughs> first coach sacked. Who'd you have? <laughs> and other than the Tigers. Oh, gosh. Other than the Tigers, this one individual probably got more airplay throughout the whole of 2023 in in, in iterations of um, first coach sacked. And then when he wasn't first coach sacked, he was next, next coach sacked half a dozen times. Um, he was worst trip home. Um, he was dead man walking. He was all sorts of things. He's a week, away, a week away from being punted. A week away from being punted. Now I think they're giving him an extended. He has extended, yes. Yep. He has extended. He has extended. Adam O'Brien. Adam O'Brien. The, the walking dead. The luckiest man on earth. <laughs> yes. If he's not if he's not dropping Uber Eats around to Kalum Pong oh, every single night. He, he, then he, he's probably he's he's not giving recognition where recognition is due. He, he's probably gone even further doing the reach round, absolute reach round to. <laughs> <laughs> um, because he's literally made him millions. Incredible, yeah. Un- unbelievable, unbelievable Incredible. that he was just he was he was a a loss away from from being done. one. Absolutely. He's probably a half of football away. <laughs> He's the least like, on the football. So it's it's interesting though, right? And maybe well, clearly we are the dickhead. Mm. Because if you look back to it, all the commentary coming out of there was um how well liked he was. Yeah. Um not by us, but yeah. The, the, the the players were always positive about him. There was never you never heard other than the few stories where Des Hasler was sounded out. Um, Hold on, so a third party? Are you saying a, a third party approached him? No Knights player went onto a podcast and absolutely gave it to their their coach, <laughs> or is that just a Broncos <laughs> thing? That's just the Broncos. <laughs> so. But they were all really complimentary of him. Kalen Ponga signed an extension, com- recommitted to the club. Other players came. So yeah. maybe yeah. it maybe was just always going to happen. Um. Anyway, he was he was a walking dead mate. He was dead man walking. He was Sean Penn in Dead Man Walking. Susan Sarandon actually went up to him and and consoled him. Gave him. He's, that, that's how far. That's how deep he was into Dead Man Walking. This, the the film. A- anyway, he 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 survived. <laughs> he survived. So we got we got that one wrong too. Mm. Now we wanted to do 
And this is going to be very subjective. So team that was better than you thought they would be. So who is the team that just, you, you didn't pick it, you didn't see it. Who was better? Um, this is hard. This is the, because it, you've got the Warriors, you've got the Knights, um, the Dolphins, um, the Bulldog. No. Um, but I'm going to go with the Maroons. Oh, I'm going to go with Queensland. That was not in the rules. That was uh, uh, in the rules. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that's I'm fine. Gonna stick, I'm going to stick with the Maroons. One, because Billy Slater's second year. Two, um, we just fucking dominated. Anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm full chub. Not even half chub, mate. I am full chub. Hashtag full chub. My mind's... Mine's actually the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking a bit about this. Um, Andrew Webster won Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne Bennett was never, ever going to win Coach of the Year. He was never, ever going to win. Yeah, I don't think... If, if I'm actually surprised you win Coach of the Year. But let's think about this for a second, mm-hmm. right? He wasn't even in the conversation. Yeah. He... He... A foundation club, a uh, foundation club, sorry, the, uh, uh, a, a new club, going into a new club, building the roster with four months, five months yes. lead time, um, getting lambasted for the roster that you've actually picked. <laughs> they obviously missed out on quite a few, uh, quite a few marquee players. But even then, the players that they did pick, they he just got hammered from pillar to post on it. Um, wins five on the trot to open the season. Gets the place behind him. Goes through a bit of a skid. Wins a few more games. Gets them through origin period. Knocks off a few teams. Um, that's a big effort. For sure. And... Um... What what I don't understand is if the NRL wanted wanted the seventeenth team, why why haven't they done more to to pump that seventeenth seventeenth team up to be more competitive? Why not give them a fourteen million dollar um a salary cap? So if they sign Cameron Smith, oh sorry, uh, Cameron Munster. At 1.5, all of a sudden, bang. Because when do you turn the tap off? You turn the tap off after two years. Very easy. Nah. You just asked me the question. I answered, what's going on, bro? This is where it's at. Because cause then then, then what, what do you do in two years? You start shedding players because you're straight away $3 million, $2 million over the salary cap. Or or you reverse, or you, you, you're tapering deals, you're trying to get players short-term contracts. I don't agree with putting a team. Well, you look at the GWS. Stand on your own two feet. In the AFL. 
Yeah, they've been they've, like they've been competitive for, for however long they've been in it. Grand final. Yeah. Doesn't make them successful though. Oh, jeez. They still struggle to draw crowds there. It's a it's a, so, it's a different thing when you've got the Dolphins that already have they already have a fan base. They've already been there for you know close close to eighty years or however long they've been there, right? Anyway, let's let's move on. But they were competitive in their first year. I said, let's move on. Despite all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, what about the team that was worse, that went worse than you thought they would? So, if I'm finishing 16th in the uh, – uh, I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, there is absolutely no way that we can get worse. Oh, roll on 2023, 17th. Fucking West Tigers finished 17th. I'm so glad you said West Tigers. Can I – I mean, like, because I, I, how could you get words? The West Tigers. Yeah, the West Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, because when I thought, when I thought shit had got really bad, the West Tigers would just West Tiger themselves. <laughs> when, and that was, they were some of the, and I don't, well, actually, no, I do. I was going to say I don't get joy out of other people's misfortune, but fuck me. Did I get some joy watching that shit show of an organization for nine months, ten months? And just, I'm scary. torn, right? I'm actually torn mm. because I love Benji Marshall. Yeah, I know. I love Benji Marshall. And I'm I I can't wait till next year where I when I get to sit through another another season of the West Tigers, <laughs> but I, I'm not going to be able to help myself to also fire bullets at Benji Marshall. I hope he proves me wrong, but mm. I just I just I, it's a shit show of an organisation. Oh, it's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. So they were worse than I thought that they possibly could be. Yeah, they were worse, you know, with who they recruited they, because their recruitments were good. I mean, Johnny Bateman, uh, Appy Carousel, Jesus Christ! How? What must he be thinking? He, I tell you what, he's doing. He's he's sitting back counting his nine hundred and fifty thousand, whatever. He's like. Yeah, and they were, I've already got two premierships. Now I have $950,000. Honestly, anyway, do we have Tigers talk or? <laughs> we don't have Tigers. That was my Tigers talk. That's your Tigers talk. <laughs> that was my Tigers talk. So, so, uh, there, um, so that was, that was gone. Not the CEO, but uh, the, the chairman, um, uh, oh, I've forgotten his name. Um, he's got a very complicated name. Uh, anyway. Oh, Ajapan's house. Yes, 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 yes. So he just got re-elected. <laughs> this isn't... Yeah, we spoke about just, his son got free grandfather's He got re-elected, right? And now there's a chance that he has to step down because he doesn't want to give up a, a role 
um, in um, in media. He he. So he's got a gig with uh, a radio station, I think, uh, and he doesn't give that gig up. So they just re-signed him, knowing he has the gig. But all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh well, you can't do the gig and do this." Well, I did last year. Yeah, not this year. So there is a chance that he is no longer going to be the chairman. He's got to step down. It gets worse. It's just, it's a story that keeps on giving. What a fucking genius, though. Because he probably signs the radio gig knowing full well that he's going to get the ass. Oh, no, you just said that. He already had some that. point. Something's, he had that deal. Something's going to Who knows? Anyway. Moving on. Moving on. So that's 2023 in review. Mm. Just a little bit of a quick review. Uh, great season. Can't wait till next year. Uh, this is, this is, but I'm also, when I say I can't wait till next year, heavily invested this year. Mm. Heavily, heavily, heavily invested. Uh, ready for a break at the end of it all. But I know... Come, come first of January, be ready to go again. Vanishing, itching for it, for it. Which brings me to my next our next section: the internationals, international where they sit, because um, they can't be they they can't play at the end of the year. Why? Have you watched any? No, exactly. <laughs> That is exactly my point. Not a second. Why? It's it. it the, Why haven't I watched? It? No, no, no. The internationals are, are are an afterthought. They're an absolute afterthought. Um, and honestly, why does it? Why should the NRL give a flying fuck? Because their product is National Rugby League, this competition that makes billions. Right. Why should they care about international football? The International Rugby League uh, uh, Federation should be looking at, looking after it, but they, they don't give a shit either, mate. Like, I want to watch Australia versus England. I want to watch England versus Tonga, which I do wake up. Like, I'm such a massive rugby league fan. I watch Super League. Uh, I watch at least one game a one game a week. Yeah. I watch at least one game a week. I, I wake up and I watch it live. I try to watch it live. Definitely watch the 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 finals live, the semifinals, the grand finals. And my, my team I was going for Lee at first. And and then in the grand in the final I was going for Catalans. So I lost there as well. Um So what so what's your issue? So, so you issue with, so you just said that you wake up to watch England versus Tonga. Yeah. Is, it, is it that the that they're played at the end of the year? Yes. Is it the Mickey Mouse competition that it is? Two out of three. Yes. Yeah, for sure. All, all of those things. And when they when they're played at the end of the year, internationals are an afterthought. You know, players are getting surgeries at the end of the year because they don't get they don't give a fuck if they play or not. Um, some do it just to play for Australia or for for Tonga or whatever, 
But half the players are, are injured and getting little surgeries. So where to play them? I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But they can't be at the end of the year. Because by round 27, plus your four, four weeks of finals, that's 31 weeks. God damn, people are tired of watching rugby league. So who's waking up? If they're playing in Northern, if they're playing in England, who's waking up at five a.m. to watch it? Um, I want to watch. I want to watch rugby league grow big, bigger, and bigger, and bigger, and bigger. So they've got to start thinking about playing games for New Zealand and playing games for Fiji and the Pacifica in that sort of time frame, like Australia versus Samoa couple of weeks ago on a Saturday night at 8 p.m. or 7.50, 8 p.m., that's 10 p.m. New Zealand time. That's 10 p.m. Samoa time. Come on, man. Really? You know, those things that we... we, we did. They did that with the grand final as well. Like 100% the, 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 grand, the Warriors. The grand... Well, the, the, sorry, the pre... Yeah, so the, the prelim started at 10 o'clock at night in New Zealand. So, you know, how can we grow our game internationally if we're not looking after the international audience? Um, I want to watch. I want to watch in the middle of the year Australia versus New Zealand in a three-game, uh, three-week, three-game series. Bang, bang, bang. It doesn't work. It doesn't work because we have Origin. Well, yeah. So it doesn't work. It, well, okay. So, you, so you're getting rid of Origin. So in so, <laughs> but we'll see. Th- this is a thing, right? Okay. So so. They have the FA Cup. FA Cup runs the whole year. A separate competition to the English Premier League. Well, they still play it. So why can't... You're not comparing apples with apples. No, I'm not. But why can't we Why can't we have a test in... Let's, let's say a test in... Well, on a fucking Wednesday night. And then we have a test in... On a Wednesday, June, on a Wednesday night. And we have a test in August. When do you play it? Uh, on a Friday night. On a fr- but see, this is a thing, right? So, so you you your FA Cup mm. Premier League analogy doesn't work because you're a club playing in the same. You're the same system. You're the same club. You same squad of players playing. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Not both, but. Oh. You now, yeah. you now, you're now bringing in a can, mm-hmm. selecting players, removing them from their club. So, what does their club do now for those three, four, five players that are out of their team? So, let's let's have that conversation at a point in time around devaluing the weeks of the season because you're okay with just a fucking half-assed team running out onto the field because half of them are missing. Well, I'm saying lies or whatever. Buys, buys as well. The, the the season is too long. Twenty seven weeks is fucking ridiculously too long. So we're doing this. Again. So if we are going to have internationals, let's reduce our let, let's reduce it. It's too long. It's too much rugby league. It's too it's too much. It's never going to happen. All I've got is answers. Not great, and not great answers. When I say it's never going to happen, I actually don't disagree with mm. you. I think the, the 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 season is too long. I've been saying it forever. The season's too long. 
when you when you comfortable when you're comfortable with having players missing from a team and you go, oh, it's okay because it's only a week. Yep. You know, every, or you've got 12 players that have, 12 teams that have to deal with it through origin period. Your season's too fucking long. Yep. Because you've just devalued the week in that season. Yep. And you're accepting of it. Yeah. I, 100%. Um so if you if you're the NRL, you have more eyeballs watching the TV than AFL. But we lose we lose um, in negotiating with uh, Channel Nine and Fox. How can that be? Um, you, 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 then uh, th- this brings me to my next point. Our 18th team, Papua New Guinea, have all of a sudden the Australian government have thrown. Twenty-five, uh, potentially throwing twenty-five million dollars a year at the at uh, an eighteenth team in PNG. It can't work, man. It can't work. Our eighteenth team has to be in WA. It's got to be in Perth because all of a sudden you have a, a full national competition and you have an extra game played at a different time zone. Um, and that will boost boost our um, Channel Nine Foxtel money. Got to, it's got to. Can't be in Papua New Guinea. The Papua New Guinea people, I know they love rugby league, and I'm like, I'm all about Papua New Guinea being, uh, uh, you know, the country's rugby league obsessed. They're gonna love it regardless. They are gonna exactly, and they're not watching, and they're not watching Fox or Channel Nine. I heard a, I heard a, I heard something on on the radio a couple of weeks ago. When well, it's actually probably only last week where they were talking about the PNG team potential for for the 18th team. I hate it. I'm on record as saying that previously. I fucking hate yeah. it. Um, and for the simple reason that I don't believe it's the NRL's job, to your point, to build the international game, and that's one of the reasons why they're doing it. Um. And the comment was made, oh, you know, if the, if this happens, then PNG kids will, will they'll have something to strive for, look mm. up to, and they'll grow up wanting to be an NRL player. Well, that's horseshit yep. because they want to be an NRL player without yep. that team, right? And I remember it. <laughs> it reminded me back in the back when I'm going to talk rugby again here, when New Zealand was awarded. The Rugby Union World Cup, um, well, now three World Cups ago, and they were awarded that. And the 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 commentary at the time was, oh, you know, how good's this for New Zealand rugby? Because now all of a sudden kids are going to grow up wanting to be an All Black. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm fairly fucking certain that the kids today are born wanting to be an all black. Yep. I don't think you need a World Cup in your own backyard to do that. Um and it's the same it's the same with PNG. It's not our job to grow the international game. I completely agree with you. It needs to go I think it needs to go to Perth mm. as well. Um but who knows? Who knows what they'll do. We they need to sort it out quickly. They need to sort out the eighteenth the eighteenth team quickly. Yep. 
my great and I hope it's not PNG. Um because if it's a PNG team, they've got to win very quickly. They've they've got to be they've got to be let, let's say they get four four years into it and they are wooden spoon for three of those years. Uh, uh, the Australian government still throwing money at them? So the Australian government stopped throwing money or I, I don't know. Oh. I saw I saw the number. I saw the number. I don't even know what you know what the parameters are around the money yeah. or where it's come from or who it's going towards or whatever. But anyway. anyway, season's too long. The international calendar at the end of the year doesn't work. Right. PNG shouldn't be the eighteenth <laughs> team. Um and uh the West Tigers are gonna finish eighteenth when that we do have an eighteenth. Hundred percent. Hundred percent done. It's it's, it's actually ninety five cents uh, on Sportsbet. West Tigers eighteenth. <laughs> You're giving them money. Uh, so are we even talking about the internationals? Because I haven't watched the second. Look, um, yeah. So the internationals, uh, Samoa, Tonga only work. When there's fit players and they've got to be in really key positions, they just don't have the depth. You know, you little... It works at a World Cup. Mm, sorry? That's when it works. It works at a World Cup. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I mean, Luai plays for New South Wales, but plays for Tonga. Oh, sorry. So, some... just, to, just to clarify that, yep. this, this, this tournament... Mm -hmm. Pacific. Nobody can see your rabbit ears for... For tournament, this tournament, nobody on your tournament, this tournament, um, wasn't it only cobbled together like six yeah. months ago? It's horseshit. I want Australia to play. No, but genuinely, what wasn't it only cobbled together? They had no real plan. What international rugby league? Surely, for these games to be played at the end of the year, yeah, yeah surely they uh, they've got a they've got a plan for the next twenty years to grow the game. Yeah, no. Um, actually, I, I like the, the concept of there's two different tournaments happening at the same time. So you got Fiji, Cook Islands, who are getting smashed, um, and PNG, and you've got Australia, Samoa, and um, New Zealand. At the moment, Samoa. So how's New Zealand and Australia playing in the final? Because Australia smashed Samoa and New Zealand smashed Samoa. So this week, this coming week, in a couple of days, Australia is playing New Zealand. Oh, so so the other tournament is like a T2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say one more comment then I want to move away from yep. this. Um, we talked... I'm all for resting players. I'm all for through an NRL season, you earn the rights. If you're, if you've wrapped up minor premiership, if you don't even care about the minor premiership, you've wrapped up a top two spot or whatever, rest the whole fucking team for all I care. You've earned that right over the previous 26 weeks to get yourself into a position where you can just put the bat under your arm, tip, pull your gloves off and walk off the fucking field. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard today that Mel Meninga is resting in, I'm going to do it rabbit ears mm -hmm. again, resting players for an international. Right? Against New Zealand this weekend. 
Um, um, so further to your point, I don't think around. I don't think he really is, because he's only resting Cobo, and he played like shit <laughs> last week. Well, I read that he's resting four players. Nah. Nah. And and so who's Nico Hines coming in for? Oh geez, put me on the spot. Um, because because Nico Hines is is supposed to be playing. Yeah. Um. Well. So who so who was the? Oh geez, I don't know, mate. That's you're the stats man. Well, I'm. I'm well, I've, I'm here for comic relief, mate. Any my my my. my. <laughs> my my point my point is uh if they are actually resting players then what does that actually say about the international game if they're straight up resting players and i know they've got to play new zealand again the following week well i didn't know that you told me that before we jumped on started recording i'm like oh cool do we awesome um <laughs> but if what like what does that say about the the jersey and a test match and whatever? Can you imagine going into a state of origin next year, right? State of origin, we win the first game, brain them, and then the second game, Billy's gone. Joe, I'm not really feeling the second game. I think I want to throw all my eggs into the one basket for the game three. It's kind of like fine. Can, can I see Queensland so, again? No, but can I see Hitler? Gonna... Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Madge Maguire. Uh, no. Madge Maguire. Uh, but oh, I think I might rest uh, Cam, Munster, um, Val Holmes, and Paddy Carrigan. Well, Val Holmes won't get a rest because he, he was rested last week because he was uh, taking a photo with a, an alleged. He was just having, he was just having shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Seriously, whoever is the manager of uh, Val Holmes needs to... Hang on. We need to get legal on the phone here. Hang on. <laughs> oh, legal. <laughs> Can we make fun of Val Holmes? Oh, yeah, go for it. Sorry, really? Can we mention bag? Yeah. <laughs> Can we mention eight balls? Well, hold up. No, 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 no. It's not alleged. He absolutely did take a photo of himself holding a holding yes. bag with white yes. in it. There's nothing alleged about that. I saw the photos with my own two eyes. Yes. Nothing no. alleged. He took a photo. Um, there was a was it a Woodstock uh, bourbon can as well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can totally see could totally see his pupils piss holes in the snow. <laughs> oh, anyway, on that note, we've just been hooked. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first. Uh, is that it? I think we're done, mate. That was a great chat about international rugby to finish it off. We didn't know who the fuck was in the team for this week. Yeah, it was... You know what? I can't. I'm not even. We've so the first Australia game, Australia versus Samoa game. I was at my. Uh, uh, I was at. Um, my son had a footy breakup party, and I had the iPad watching it with a few other dads, and really not paying attention. This week, I got 45 kids 
at a Halloween party that I'm supposed to be looking after. So I can't even watch it then I'm too. I'll I'll probably watch. I might watch it. I'll watch a little bit of it. I don't know. <sighs> I also, want to watch Australia. Like you know, the, the funny thing is with internationals, Australia versus Samoa, for example. I want Samoa to do really well, possibly win. See, that's wrong. You know, I want I no, want to wrong. to beat Australia just for the fact that it makes the international game bigger. But could I imagine you said me ever, ever barracking for New South Wales to beat New, uh, Queensland? Fuck no. See that that's that's the that's that's where the international game is. You know, it's just straight up here and everybody else down here. Yeah. Um. It's it's really conflicting. Yeah. Except for New Zealand, fuck that shit. Thanks, guys. Genie. So we've 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 pissed off um the balance of our the, our tigers um who who have their tigers as their second team tonight. Uh New South Wales supporters. Look, I'm pretty sure that we're Tigers fantastic Eric Skin. Everyone from PG PNG. Um and now the Kiwis to finish it off. And Billy Walters uh and who else? God. Um anyway. Good season. Great season. Great podcast. So there we go. Done. We'll be done. Putting a bow on the whole That's thing. It. Thanks, guys. Um It's been unreal. Had a ball. Don't forget don't forget to subscribe and uh join us on our Facebook group and uh um do everything else that we tell you to do. Who knows what what will what will happen beyond this? Uh, but we'll we'll keep people updated. We're really keen to do this again next year. Don't know what it's going to look like at the moment. Um, but we'll we're, well, we're keen you, to what do I'm going to do is uh, choose Adam uh, Adam O'Brien to be next coach sacked. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Trent Robinson. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get out of here, guys. Yeah, mate. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look. Every time I step up in the studio and post up in the booth, y'all niggas know that I'ma kill it. Yeah. But everybody claiming that they down for the ride, but they hide when the police get up in it. Yeah. My credit card's never hitting limits. Yeah. I pull up in my seat and had no business. Yeah. I'm killing every rapper, say they hot, but they not making sure the mother rappers hit a witness. Yeah, but I ain't got no time to be playing these games No, I'm hitting every shot like I'm LeBron James Taking off, no, I don't pass my times in this race Making noise like it's ambiance in this space I'm making real boss moves, I'm only 18 Make her think that I'm in love for only one thing Shawty built like a stick, a bony look thing Sending pics to my telephone, she must think that I really, really wanna But I don't want a silly ass, built like a toothpick Mosquito bites, titty ass, fell in love really fast Really want me for the cash been looking at my pocket since I got a Gucci bag But I ain't tripping, no Everybody steady saying I'm original She said I care about myself, I already know But who the fuck else am I supposed to care for? 
Yeah, I'm like, what do they want from me? I'm giving y'all all that I got. I'm asking, what do y'all want from me? I got lots of things on my mind. Let my thoughts take control of me. No hands on the wheel when I drive. Blue faces got two on my side. Blow up on the news when I die. I'm asking, what do they want from me? Yeah, hey, what do they want? I'm asking, what do they want from me? I'm asking, what do they want?